Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. All right. Question from November to after I lost 10 pounds, but I binged after and gained more than I started with. Will I lose that extra binge weight just as quickly as before? So this is a really good question. And honestly, this is what happens with every single diet. You go on a diet, you have these food rules and you lose the weight, right? Like losing the weight isn't the problem. You go on a diet, you lose the weight, but then Because you actually haven't fixed the root problem, which is an unhealthy relationship with food, which is the binge eating, which is feeling impulsive with food, then the weight comes back on and even more so because you're extra deprived, right? So for so long, you were in a calorie deficit or you're following these specific rules. And then after you couldn't have all these foods for so long and you're so deprived, that builds up so much pressure. And then the weight comes back on multiple, multiple. Every diet that I went on, I would lose the weight and I would gain multiple, more more pounds that that I even lost, I would gain back. And in terms of releasing the weight, another diet isn't gonna fix that. A healthy relationship with food will fix that. So Amina, once you heal your relationship with food, you get rid of your urges, right? You're no longer having these urges to binge. You're no longer feeling impulsive with food. You're no longer self-sabotaging with food. You're no longer consuming hundreds and thousands of calories in a binge. Your weight will take care of itself. It's not a matter of how quickly it's going to come off. It matters that you're going to do it sustainably. That that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. Really being able to heal the root, get to the root of it, heal your relationship with food so that you can release the weight, but then never have to diet again. How many of you guys drop a yes below if you're like, I would love to never have to diet again and feel really damn good in my own skin. That is possible for you when you heal your relationship with food and you stop the yo-yo diets. I haven't dieted for way over five years now And I've been able to be at a very healthy weight, not because I'm special, not because I'm lucky. I spent 10 years yo-yo dieting, but the moment that I decided to stop dieting and heal my relationship with food was the moment that I stopped yo-yoing in my weight and I don't have to diet. Hey, Emily, I binge eat and I can't seem to stop. The best way to stop binge eating is to get rid of your binge urges. When you get rid of your binge urges, you stop binge eating. The number one reason why people binge is because they have this urge. People want to blame stress. People want to blame, oh, I just keep trigger foods in the house. People want to blame, oh, I'm just not motivated. The number one reason why people binge is because they have this urge. So if you didn't have this urge to binge, you wouldn't binge. 
And I always talk about this. One of the best ways to get rid of those urges is by not giving into your urge. Because every time you feel the urge to binge and you give in, you are effectively programming this habit into your brain. And it becomes harder to resist that urge over time. So practicing not giving into your urges is very important, but also no rules, no restriction. The moment that there is any bit of restriction of, I shouldn't eat that, I can't eat that, I'm not allowed to eat that, is the moment that it creates pressure. I had a client that I worked with in my academy, and she was having no urges, she wasn't binging at all. And then she was like, I'm just going to try to eat a little bit less for breakfast this morning. Like she just had a thought in her mind. She's like, I'm just going to have a little bit less for breakfast this morning. And just that thought inside of her mind, of I'm going to eat less for breakfast, literally made her spiral into a binge because it's, it's restriction. So any type of restriction needs to be let go of. That is so important. How do you change your relationship with food? Therapy isn't really a thing where I'm from. So it's actually interesting. I actually don't even recommend therapy for healing your relationship with food because binge eating, healing your relationship with food is so specific. And I actually just got off a call with one of my clients and she's in therapy, but she's working with me to help her heal her relationship with food because it is so specific. Changing your relationship with food, there's not one thing that you need to do. It's a lot about changing your thoughts in your mind, right? A lot of the times you're going to be eating something and your mind automatically says you shouldn't be eating that. And you have to remind yourself, I talk about rewiring your brain. You have to remind yourself, I'm not bad for eating chocolate. I'm not good for eating a salad. You know, I don't have to go to the gym to burn off calories. I want to go to the gym to make myself feel really good. So a lot of it is retraining your brain, changing, reframing your diet culture thoughts. Anytime a thought pops up in your mind of like, you can only have, you know, half of a cup of rice, or you can only have half a banana. It's really reminding yourself that's not true. What do I actually feel like? Right? That's, that's one way of healing your relationship with food is changing your thoughts because An unhealthy relationship with food starts typically because you were told that there are good foods and there are bad foods and there's foods that you should eat and there's foods that that you shouldn't eat. So then anytime you eat the foods that diet culture told you was bad, you feel bad. And then when you feel bad for eating something, let's say a cookie, it's like, well, I'm already messing up. I'm just going to keep on binging, Right. So if you want to message me on my Instagram, Emily, I can share specifically the different ways I can support you. There's also so many um, different options in the link in my bio, Um, but I'm here for you. I work with clients all over the world, so you can message me. Let's see here. You are welcome, Emily. Um, if you guys are popping on, we're doing a little Q&A so you can drop your questions down below. Um, okay, let's see here. Do fizzy drinks, even without sugar, add to the urge? So 
urges aren't caused by specific foods or drinks. Urges are as a result of restriction, deprivation, continuing, continuously giving into your urges, not eating enough throughout the day, um, not having satisfying meals. All of those things are going to create urges. So it's not specifically, it's not specifically um, what you're eating. A lot of the times people say, I binge because of sweets and sugar. And yes, there are certain foods that are higher in sugar, carbs, and, you know, fat, they light up the brain's reward center. So like when you have broccoli, you don't get that, you don't get that dopamine hit, right? Like when you, when you have broccoli, like you don't, you don't, your, your brain's reward center doesn't get lit up. You don't feel that dopamine release as compared to sugar, but people who have a healthy relationship with food that don't have urges, right? They can have chocolate without binging, right? So it's not about a specific food. It's really about those urges. Um, How do I stop eating because I'm bored? Honestly, boredom eating, it's really about adding more pleasure in your life. Because when, when we're bored and there's nothing exciting in our life, we're not filling up our own cup. There's not a lot of pleasure. It's like food becomes your main source of joy in your life. So how can you add pleasure in your life? Little things like for me, I always isolated myself because after a binge, I would feel horrible. I didn't want to look at anyone. I don't, I wouldn't want to go out with friends. And I realized that that was actually me not receiving pleasure. So when I was home by myself, when all my friends are going out and they're going out for dinner, they're going to the movies, they're going to the party, I'd be at home sitting here bored because there's no pleasure in my life. And our brain needs excitement. Our brain needs pleasure. So then it's easy to go into the cupboards. So what can you do? What brings you joy? How can you add more pleasure into your life? Even little things of like, I never wanted to be intimate because I'm like, I don't feel good in my body, but that was blocking pleasure. Right. So adding more pleasure into your life is so important. And then also in those times where you're bored, really asking yourself, what am I hungry for? What am I actually hungry for? Because it's not food. It's not food. What do you what are you actually hungry for? And maybe you got to get creative, like even back in 2020, my husband and I, we started painting on canvases. And it's like, that just clears your mind. It's something to do, right? So maybe you got to get into a specific hobby. Uh, maybe there's like a new book you can read. And this is not about distracting yourself. Like, this is not like, oh, I feel the urge to binge, go read a book. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is like, you've got to fill up your own cup, right? And how can we be okay with also relaxing without feeling guilt? There's so there's so many layers to this. Um. Working with clients all over the world, can language be a problem? I've never had any issues with that. Um, if you're able to watch my videos and you understand me, then you're going to totally be fine. What should I do when I get the urge? How to handle it in the moment? Okay, who wants to know three tools for when you feel the urge to binge? I've shared this before, but 
drop a me below if you want to know three things that you can do when you feel the urge to binge that will help you to not give in. That is far more effective than distracting yourself or staying busy. Those are just quick fix solutions that are BS and do not work. Okay, you ready? No particular order. The next time you feel the urge to binge, three tangible tools is movement, AKA like shaking, shaking your body is extremely effective, breath work or a cold shower. All of those things, breath work, shaking, movement, a cold shower, all of those things change your body's physical state. And if you literally just did it right now, like you go and you just shake your body, you shake, 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 you're going to feel different in your body. And that is more effective because you're going to regulate your nervous system. You're going to create a state change in your body. You can't think your way out of a bench. You can't think your way out of a bench. So those are three tangible tools that you can do the next time you feel the urge to binge. You can just do one of them. You can do two of them. Um, but all of those are very effective. Cold water, um, shaking, movement, breath work. Those are all very tangible tools. Um, can you restate it? Yes. Breath work, movement, and a cold shower are three very effective tools when you feel the urge to binge. I share all 10 inside of my program, Stop the Urge. I also talk about how to get rid of your urges inside of my program, Stop the Urge. The link is in my bio. So if you're interested in getting rid of your urges, then I would definitely check out that program. I don't really restrict much, but when I eat something like a dessert, or something, I eat so much more. So it's good that you're not restricting. Um, sometimes though, you might not actually be giving yourself a realistic portion. So although you're not restricting and you're allowing yourself to have dessert, are you actually allowing yourself how much you want? Because the thing is, it's like, if you're only allowing yourself like a small little sliver, like that's not realistic. And then you feel bad for going for seconds. So then you feel like you're eating so much more when really if you just allowed yourself a decent portion in the first place, you would have been fine. But there's also, there could be mental restriction. So mental restriction is when you're feeling guilt, shame, and you're judging yourself. So although you're not, although you're not restricting yourself from eating dessert because you're feeling bad, because you're, you're, there's guilt because you're judging yourself, that's what really can cause the cycle to repeat itself. All righty, does intermittent fasting lead to binges? I do not recommend intermittent fasting at all. And it can absolutely lead to, to binge eating because there are certain time periods, right, where you shouldn't be eating when you have to stop eating. Hey, Jen. Um, and the problem with that is it's really more rules. It really is like 90% of people who struggle with nighttime eating are trying to tell themselves to not eat after dinner. And then that leads to just binges in the evening. Right. So I would definitely not recommend intermittent fasting. All right, what other questions do we have? Erica's on, Maria's on, Jessica, Stella, Bunny and the Bean, ah, Jennifer, another Jen, Elizabeth, Yana. 
All right. Anyone else have any questions before we wrap up? Hey, Jasmine, we're doing a Q&A. So if you have any questions for me, feel free to drop your questions down below in the chat box. And I will answer. Do, 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 do. Um, how to stop eating when you are no longer hungry? Well, I think a few things. The first thing is you just got to remind yourself, like, it, it's a mindset thing of like, I am not restricting myself when I'm not eating anymore. Like, you have to remind yourself, like, I'm not depriving myself. I could eat more. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. And I don't need any more food. I'm not restricting myself by telling myself to stop eating. Like, I don't need any more food. But also, I would make sure that you're not going into your meals ravenous. How many of you guys know when you go into a meal feeling so freaking ravenous, you end up binging? Hey, Amanda. Hey, Karen. Hey, Sophia. When you're so ravenous, it's almost impossible for you to stop because you, you're you way like famished, like you're so hungry that you're eating so fast that you become so full before even getting a chance to like take a minute. So instead of at the end of your meal being like, okay, that's it, no more food. Like this is why it's so important to eat regularly throughout the day. So you don't get to a point of being so ravenous because overeating is almost inevitably gonna happen. Yeah. The fact that I waited to be ravenous to eat a hundred percent. It's like, I used to do that all the time. And I'm like trying to push off my hunger. Like, you know, you can wait 15 minutes, you can wait 20 minutes. And the reality is it's like, no, when you're hungry, eat. When you are hungry, eat. Because when you are hangry, like all rational decisions, all good intentions, literally just go out the flipping window. Hey, Jessica, did you experience extreme anxiety at night when you stopped binging? For me, no. I actually had extreme anxiety when I was binging at night. Because actually, I would experience anxiety the next morning when I used to binge. So my, a lot of my binges were in the evening. And I would wake up, you guys, with so much anxiety. So much anxiety that... I felt like I was purposely putting on weight. I felt like I was, I felt like I was purposely like blowing up like a balloon because of how much that I ate last night. And there would be so many moments where I would wake up and I'm like, did I eat, did I binge last night? Like, did I eat so much last night? Um, and that would really give me anxiety. Now that I no longer binge, I have, I don't have any anxiety. I don't have anxiety with food. There's, there's no extreme anxiety. Like I actually feel so much more calm and relaxed. I have a beautiful nighttime routine. Um, I have an entire routine, like an hour before bed that just like makes me feel really, really good. So I don't have anxiety now because I don't binge. When I used to binge, I used to have a lot of anxiety. 
I always wait at night to take snacks from my pantry and eat a ton while my family is sleeping. Yep. Secret eating is a huge sign of binge eating. 100%. All right, you guys. Thanks for coming on. If you guys enjoyed this, if you guys enjoyed this, I do these inside of the academy. We do these. I do Q&A coaching calls with my academy clients every single week. I also do them monthly inside of my membership, inside of my Root and Rewire membership. I do them every single month, these Q&As, um, which is also really, really fun. Um, I just started not eating after eight o'clock. Do you feel like this can lead to binge eating? 100%. Yep. Because the moment you tell yourself, don't eat after eight o'clock, you're going to find yourself thinking about food so much more. You're going to be thinking about binging so much more. Yeah. That's like me telling you, okay, everyone write down your favorite food. Everyone write down your favorite food down below. What is your absolute favorite food? Is it peanut butter? Is it chocolate? Is it pasta? Like, what is your favorite food? Drop your favorite food down below. Okay. That is like me saying, Lane no more cookies. Brooklyn, no more chocolate cake. Jessica, no more ice cream, right? Jasmine, no more chocolate. Sika, no more chocolate. Jasmine, no more chocolate. Like imagine wings, right? If I told you, okay, that's it. No more wings. All you're going to think about is wings. All you're going to think about is chocolate, right? So that is the same thing about telling yourself to not eat after eight o'clock. You're just going to want to eat after eight o'clock. So I do not recommend any of those rules, restrictions. It really is just going to create more pressure. It's going to want you to, you're going to want to binge even more. It's like the little re rebellious side of you comes out and it's like, you tell me that I can't do that. Watch me. Like that's, that's what our, that's what the diet culture brain does. That's what the binge brain does. So Thank you guys for being here. If you guys enjoyed this, like I said, we do, I do monthly Q&A calls on Zoom inside of my membership. It's so incredible. There's the community aspect. There's the trainings, the Q&As with me, the coaching calls with me. So if you've not yet checked out the membership, definitely check out the Root and Rewire membership where I help you really heal your relationship with food and help you get out of the diet binge cycle. So the link is in my bio if you want to join us. So Thank you guys so much for being here. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.